From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork and a wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about how the quickie is about more than just sex. It deals with your emotional, physical, and sexual intimacy pillars. And there's a quote from Wallace Waddles that talks about tools in marriage. And it says, it's essential to have good tools, but it's also essential that the tools should be used in the right way. And as we talk about your marriage, I mean, that's really what the quickie is about. It's about being that tool that you use in the right way. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And really, the hug is an opportunity for us to high-five you virtually to celebrate what you all are doing in your marriage. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family Facebook group that starts with, my husband and I went on a date on Saturday and were able to check off all six pillars of intimacy. Yeah. Not going to lie. That got my attention. Yeah. Totally got my attention. Goes on to say, we started out purchasing a new vehicle. This was after a lot of communication about our finances. Mm -hmm. After that, we went to a local cookie shop and went to a park by the water. Then we went over our weekly devotion and answered some questions from the connect like you did when you first met book. Mm. We took a walk along the pier and then headed to the downtown area where we watched a Mardi Gras parade and visited a fantastic sushi restaurant. We ended the night playing sex stacks, a fun game, by the way, and checking off the sexual intimacy pillar. All this to say, we didn't plan to hit all of the pillars in a short time period. It just kind of happened. The next day we were talking about it and realized what we had done. I'm so thankful for all of the resources y'all provide. Mm. It's truly making a difference in our marriage. And I love this because some of you may have seen us on Great Day KC. Um, Right. was about a couple weeks ago. Yep. And one of the questions they asked was, you know, like about date night and Tony actually rattled off something very similar to this, how one date night you could really go over and like almost word for word what this couple did. So super exciting um, that this couple was able to do it. And for all of you to realize that you can have a date and hit all six pillars of intimacy. That's right. So exciting. You know, and as we transition into today's show, we, you know, as Tony said at the beginning, we are talking about the quickie and, you know, it's so funny a lot of you ask us, you know, where does, where do the show ideas come from? What does that look like? And the other day, Tony calls up to my office and he's like, Hey, you know, it's been over 400 shows since we've done a show on the quickie and we've only done one show on quickies. Yeah. I, I, Which was sort of mind boggling. It's very mind boggling. I remember pausing and just going and thinking to myself, I'm like, how is that possible? And quickly followed up by, all right, well, we're going to clearly talk about quickies this week. I mean, that sometimes that's how it happens. Yep. We just realized that, you know, when you've been podcasting for 12 years, sometimes you covered something really early on and it's time to revisit it. Because things change. You learn some things. You, well, I would say for us, we have you guys. Mm-hmm. We have the one family. And we love hearing from you. And those earlier episodes, it was really Elisa and I, maybe we'd get some talking between other couples, but now we get to hear from so many of you. It's awesome to hear what it looks like to you and Mm -hmm. in your marriage. And we've grown. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Where we were 400 shows ago to where we are now at almost 700 shows. I mean, there's been a lot of growth in our life. And it, talking about these topics again, talking about them, you know, with the framework of the six pillars of intimacy, it really changes the conversation. And so we're jumping into the quickie 
today. And I actually, I went back to Merriam-Webster dictionary and was like, okay, well, how, how does the dictionary define a quickie? Okay. And the definition was a hastily performed act of sexual intercourse. And I just remember... <laughs> a hastily act. I, I remember looking at that definition as it popped up on my screen. I'm like, what the heck does that mean? What does hastily mean? Like it was super vague. And the truth of the matter is, is that you all know what a quickie looks like in your marriage and the speed at which it happened, like that whole hastily thing. I was like, I don't even know what hastily means, but that's determined by the two of you as a couple. And there's no one way for a quickie in marriage because it's about more than just your sexual intimacy. But there is a time frame in the quickie. And I think we, we've asked this question before and it's usually somewhere in that like two to five minute range. Correct. In the past when we've asked, you know, like if you have mm-hmm. short encounters, what does it look like? You all have said, but you know, getting into the fact, just like I read, you know, and shared with you guys in that opening quote, right? It's a tool, but is it a tool that's being used in the right way in your marriage? Mm. Because I will tell you, it's been a function of Tony and Lisa's marriage in the past, and it has not always been used in the right way. Like there mm. have been seasons where it was the only tool in the toolbox. Yeah, around our sexual intimacy, and that got old. I think on both parts. Well, it's kind of like why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, I remember being in this place, you know, cause it was, there was no emotional connection, no physical connection, no romance, no foreplay, no nothing. It was just like, Hey, we're having sex. And then it was like over and I'm like, wow, that was not fun for me. I think our second was Abby was conceived on a quickie or with, we were so is dis- it with a quickie or on a quickie? Probably in a quickie. Yeah. Maybe through a quickie. I yeah. don't know. All of you that are like you know, very grammatically <laughs> correct. You can send us an email and tell us which word we should have used there. Not the point of the story. Not the point of the story. It's just that there are times when it becomes really routine and it yeah. had become really routine in our marriage. We weren't using it as a tool. We were using it as just like the default routine. The only thing. The only thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seasons and you got to be able to identify it and you got to be able to call it out. Right? Because, it, it, you know, it's like I was attending a, a business uh, presentation the other day and somebody was talking about the fact that if you are trying to build a house and you only have a hammer, well, you're not going to be able to put nails in. You're not going to be able to put screws in. If you Why only, can't you put a nail in? You can't a put hammer. a nail. I meant the screw. Oh. I meant yeah. the screw. And you can't like change wood lengths because you don't have a... Like if you only have one tool, mm-hmm. you can't actually build anything. And, and it was a really... Like as I started thinking about this show on the quickies, I'm like, ah... Because you can't build an entire marriage based on a quickie. Especially around your sexual intimacy. Especially around your sexual intimacy. And, you know, recently on Instagram, we asked you all, what, when you hear the word quickie, what's your reaction? And this was really eye-opening, you guys. I love, one of the most favorite things that we do is ask on Instagram stories what you guys think about, you know, topics when it comes to marriage. And your level of openness and transparency and vulnerability with us is so amazing. Yeah. And we are so grateful because it allows us to know what's going on in your lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And not just what's going on in your life, but we actually get to share it with the one family. So there's always gratitude on behalf of Tony and I and our team when you all answer the questions on Instagram. Absolutely. And so here's what you all said when we asked the question, when you hear the word quickie, what's your reaction? We heard phrases like squeezing in sex when you can. Not much emotion involved. Pleasure is mostly for him. There were also a lot that said pleasure is only for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spicy. Horny. Go quick. Must be nap time for the kids. No, thank you. It feels too pressured. Fast and fun. 
Now, all of those phrases literally ran from like one end of the spectrum to the other. They do. They do. Which tells me a lot that one, there are a lot of different feelings and emotions about a quickie. And you go literally from the gamut of let's go, let's do this to absolutely not. And and I would and I would say that within a marriage, each of these could be something that you deal with at different times. I'm looking at this list and I'm going squeezing in sex when you can. Absolutely been there. Mm-hmm. No emotion involved. Been there. Pleasure is mostly for him. I, I have felt that. But then there are all those times when it has been such. Spicy when we've both been horny, like let's go quick. Mm -hmm. When the kids were young, like we we got to get it in because let's just let's get it. No, thank you. I think we we have both have been in places where, and even myself, I I have remember at times when Elisa's sort of like, no, let's let's go, and I'm like, no, I I, I'd rather wait to have some time with you. Mm -hmm. To it feels too pressured. Yeah, for even for the guys. For us, it can feel, because I think most of the time when we think of a quickie, it's like, oh, only the guy's getting the pleasure. But there's pressure on us too. We, 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 we have to get an erection. We have to hold an erection. We have to, like, if we want to, and most times most guys would like to, ejaculate. There's pressure. And then there have been times when it's fast and fun. Well, we actually had this this past week where, you know, we're looking at, um, you know, we, you guys know we practice the intimacy lifestyle. That's where we schedule sex. We take turns initiating. And we were coming up on Tony's third day we were actually on tony's third day and which is tuesday for those of you who don't know he and um, can i share something real quick i'm gonna put a link to what our intimacy lifestyle is because i know we do have new listeners and you may just go what did they just say about scheduling sex and i want to know more so we'll i'll make sure to get that here in the episode notes for you perfect uh, so what happened was tony get, has the privilege to initiate on sunday monday tuesday we were on Tuesday. It's middle of the afternoon. There's stuff going, you know, with our schedules all over the place. Yeah. I have a standing meeting on Tuesday night, so I'm not home until after he goes to bed. And so he's like, hey, when are, you know, what does the day look like? And I look at my calendar. I know I'm right in the middle of a project that I actually logistically can't interrupt because I'm trying to get stuff done. And so this is where the emotional intimacy comes in because I'm like, I go, well, it's either going to be a quickie right now which I'm not super excited about, or if we can, you know, verbally agree that we're going to roll Tuesday into Wednesday and we've got bigger chunks of time on Wednesday and we can actually make this work. This is where that like whole no thank you and it feels pressured. Like that would have been the, that would have been the thoughts going through my head if I had said yes in that moment. And instead we're having a conversation about this mm-hmm. around the quickie. And is this, is this the tool we want to use this week? And that's what we're talking about when we talk about the quickie and, you know, building your emotional intimacy around it. Because when the two of you are having conversations about how you're going to have sex mm-hmm. and whether you're going to use a, a quickie, that's an opportunity. Because there, let me be real clear. There's no right or wrong about the quickie. It's just a tool. If it's the only tool you use, that can be a problem sometimes. If you never use it, that might be a problem. For the two of you, again, you have to have the conversations on what works in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Not every marriage uses all of the same tools, but in fact, you know, you could actually get to a place where, you know, if you're, you and your spouse are talking about a quickie or when you're going to work it in, maybe you're using the intimacy lifestyle planner and you're having the conversations around this, you could actually start to go, okay, well, what does that look like to you? Mm-hmm. Right. Or how do you see if we aren't using the quickie or if we are using the quickie, like what is, how are we using this in our marriage? 
right? Being in this place of getting into clarifying questions. It's actually something, you know, in the Six Pillars of Intimacy book on page 77, we actually talk about the power. I, I, I talk about these questions that are in there because it's getting into this place of better understanding an aspect of your marriage, right? Not just assuming when your spouse is like, hey, let's do a quick, like, what does that mean? And knowing about it beforehand, like if you, you guys can't just wait until the moment sometimes to talk about what things are going to look like in your marriage. Because it's, when we go talk about the quickie, it's not just the emotional intimacy that is going to impact how the two of you connect. We actually have to also be thinking about the physical and the sexual intimacy. And we're going to talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back, and we're talking about how the quickie is more than just sex, and how it can be influenced by the different intimacies in your marriage. And we just talked about the role of emotional intimacy, but we also want to talk about your physical and sexual intimacy as well. And here's the thing. When you're doing a quickie, as Tony so eloquently mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, we're talking about something that's generally, you know, in the realm two to five minutes. Sometimes for some of you, it might expand to 10, but it's generally not going much It's not longer. going much longer. I mean, I, I think it, the word itself alludes to what we're doing here. Right. Like, it's not long. It's not a longy. It's a quickie. <laughs> or it's not a fasty. It's a quickie. Yeah. Right? Or I guess, no, yeah, long, not fast. Whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. But when you have a shorter amount of time for an encounter... You have to know what touches are important to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like you have to. Th- this is actually you're like I, I don't often put my foot down and say like this is super important, but this is super important, you guys. What are what helps them get aroused? Where do they like to be touched? Mm-hmm. I think this is a big one because guys, we can get erect, right? Boom, we're erect, ready to go. Our wives are not there yet. She may be. I mean, you, you may have been romancing her throughout the day, maybe doing something that allowed her to get ready, mm-hmm. right? Like we've talked about that, um, the anatomy of a vagina, I think is, is Anatomy that? of an orgasm. Anatomy of an orgasm is, is mm-hmm. that the episode um, where we really talk about what's going on there. And if you have not picked up the book, The Vagina Bible, please do. It, it's, 
it's it should be required reading for every married couple. I'm just putting it out there. Right, because she's not aroused yet. So what are you doing? And and believe me, Elisa and I have, I think, worked this out for us in our marriage to know what touches work to allow her to get aroused quickly. Doesn't mean she's always going to orgasm, but it allows her to get there in, in her mind as well as body. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we talk about even just these questions, right? Like, how do you like to be touched? On page 94 of the Six Pillars of Intimacy book. And, you know, with that, I, what I want to say is don't assume, don't assume that you know what works, right? I mean, if it's recently that you've had this conversation, then yes, you've, you've had the conversation around. But if you haven't asked this question in a while, don't assume. Because you and your spouse are both changing over the course of your marriage. Your bodies are changing. What works is changing. And so you've got to ask that question. And don't assume that what works when you have a lot of time is the same touch you know, formula for when you have a short amount of time. Mm. You have to make adjustments. It's called a quickie. It has adjusted time to it. And don't assume that you can ignore the physical intimacy and the physical touches leading up to your sexual encounter. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, walking around the kitchen and there's a hand on somebody's back or there's a lean in for a kiss at dinner, you know, leading up to something or, or you're just like hugging each other randomly and all of that physical touch, that physical intimacy matters with, between the two of you and being able to actually execute a quickie with deep connection, with deep intimacy, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just like, Hey, I can just like throw this to the wind. Yeah, you can. But here's the thing. Then it just becomes about sex. It just becomes about sex. Understanding that there are three other pillars or two other pillars, the emotional and the physical. If you know that when you're heading into an encounter, that's going to be a quickie with your spouse, how much deeper can that two to five minutes, that 10 minutes be between the two of you? If you're thinking, how do we connect on more than one pillar of intimacy? Like that changes everything. Mm -hmm. And that goes both. You know, husband and wife, that goes on both sides. I mean, mentally, you got to get in the right mindset mm-hmm. to be there. And, and again, Elisa and I haven't been married 25 years, have done many, many a quickies. I think both of us would say, hey, there are times when both of us just weren't there. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were having sex. Other times when maybe one of us was there, one, one of us wasn't. And there have been times when both of us were there. Like, Truly in that space where what we're talking about now, where the emotional, the physical, and the sexual intimacy came together. And that's what we strive for. That's what we want when we do have quickies. And we're willing to say, you know what? Right now, I'd rather wait mm-hmm. and and pass on trying to do a quickie now, but knowing that tomorrow we're going to you know, make sure that we're going to get our time together. And that's something that we've learned to do and not feel turned down, not feel rejected by one another. It's, it's just knowing the tool that where we're at mm-hmm. in this time. Again, there have been many a times where we're just, it's hot. Like some of you have said, it's hot, it's passionate. It's like, wow, this was fun. It was exciting. It was in a new place or something like that. And that's the best, the, the best way for us to have experienced that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also being able to talk about you know, from the aspect of your sexual intimacy, you know, to be having the conversations, hey, oftentimes in a quickie, not both spouses will orgasm. Yeah, that's, that has to be upfront known unless, I mean, sometimes it it does. I'm not. Yeah. And I'm going to say the only times that that has happened for us, 
I feel is when there is there needs to be that heavy emotional connection and some physical connection there mm-hmm. because that allows you to get there sooner. I know we have done in the past where, and this is some time ago, and I, I love. For I'm like to, waiting. I'm waiting for the rest I'd of the lo- story. It, it, it I think came, I know where he's going. I, I love when we would do this. Um, just edging, right? Like we would we would tantalize each other. We would we would touch. We would play with one another to that point where we're about to, and then we just turn it off, right? And then it's that tension between, oh my gosh, I want to orgasm, and yet we're not until we hit this certain time. And usually it was a quickie in that because we are so just... Aroused. Aroused, right. And then, so in that moment in time, it was very easy for me to touch you and and you'd have an orgasm. And for me, it was the same thing. Like once we... Once we started having sex, it was like, okay, done. I'm done. Let's go. I'm done. I'm done. Um, but that that's a question to have, right? Because if you if you heard some of those comments that, you know, when I was sharing what you think about a quickie, many of them dealt with it's pleasure for him or it's, you know, it's too much. The two of you need to have a conversation how you feel about orgasm mm-hmm. and how that relates to your sexual intimacy and, and what what you think about it. And again, it's not right or wrong. It's an opportunity for the two of you to deepen both the emotional and the sexual intimacy, but you got to be talking about it. Otherwise, it can feel in a lot of instances where it's only about pleasing him. And guys, I would say if that's you know where your wife is, up your game, right? It's an opportunity for you to get, you know, figure out what works for her and go, okay, we only have a short period of time, but babe, I'm focusing on you and then I'm focusing on That's where um, uh, she comes first. Mm-hmm. That other book. You know, which is a great, it's, that's in our Amazon. I can put a link here into the episode notes as well. Perfect. Yep. Um, another aspect of this from the sexual intimacy standpoint is to ask yourself, has the quickie become the only form of sexual intercourse in our marriage? And if it has, I'm going to say you're trying to build your house with only one tool. Mm. And that is something that probably needs to be discussed in your marriage. Because having a variety of tools to build any of the intimacies is super important. It, it's why at the end of every chapter in the six pillars of intimacy, there's a section called what can I do and what can we do? Mm-hmm. Essentially, those are different tools for your toolbox. Because if there was one way to address everything in a marriage, first of all, the six pillars of intimacy wouldn't be needed. But there's not one way to address every pillar. There are multiple ways. And, and looking at your sexual intimacy and looking at very specifically around this conversation around the quickie is saying, okay, how do we incorporate this tool and when do we use it well? How do we make it excellent mm-hmm. but not have it be the only tool that we have in our marriage? And, and then you also have to ask the question around this, you know, qu- the quickie as a form in sexual intimacy is, okay, what do we need to know as a team about initiating foreplay and using lube? I'm telling you. You have that conversation and it will make the quickie much more enjoyable for the two of you because foreplay is going to be potentially much shorter. It might be something like edging, like what Tony was talking about, where you get to the ed- and basically what that refers to is getting to the edge of an orgasm and then stopping mm-hmm. and then picking up the sexual encounter at a future time that like that same day, like a couple hours later or whatever that looks like. That's what he was referring to when you might have heard that word and you're like, what did he say? What was that word that he just kind of slipped in there? But what, how do you initiate when the two of you are talking about a quickie? And I will tell you, ladies, this is another one of those opportunities for you to have lube close at hand because I know, and I'm personally for myself, I know if we're going for a quickie, I want the lube immediately 
because it helps me like just mentally to go, oh, my body is reacting. I don't care that it was an artificial help to get me to think psychologically, my body's reacting. There is lubrication happening. It actually allows me to mentally get there much faster. Yeah. And, and we've tested that out over many a years and yes. trying different different things. And And one of the things I have learned when we are looking at the quickie from my standpoint is um, it does allow Elisa to not feel pressured. I think a lot of times when we're not there, just trying to even get her aroused, it, she's she's not, I can tell. I can tell she, she's stiff. I can feel like her body is just not responding. And so just allowing, um, just having that lube, and as you, many of you know, our favorite lube is Uber Lube. We love it. Um, that's for outside the shower. For in the shower, it's... Um, good, clean love. Good, clean love, right? So, because that's a water base, works better in the shower. But we love that, and it, and it just helps us. And it allows Elisa to get in a place where she's like, okay, that's helping me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like get fully aroused and have orgasm, I'm still lubed up, and I feel comfortable there. And that's something that we've had to work through. And I'm telling you, it, it's not easy at times because there are times when you're frustrated. You're like, why are you not? Like, we're just trying to have a quickie. Why can't you just get there with me? And, and that's yet, your perspective. That's to my me. perspective. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, my yeah. perspective. It, it, it is. And, and we'll have sex. And then the conversation starts to unfold. And our desire here is, and our prayer is, that you allow the conversation to unfold now. Right. Have it now. Discuss it now. Because if you do, then when you go to have a quickie, you're like, oh, wait, we've talked about this. Just grab the loop. It's okay. Or, hey, you know, when you're when when we are going to go have a, a quickie, you initiating in this way or you 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 sharing this via mm-hmm. text with me or you giving me a call or you doing this, it, it gets me in that place. And so then that way, when we go into a foreplay, we're, we're there. We're still connecting emotionally, physically. And then when we do have sex, we, we connect in that sexual intimacy, which just brings us together. And we're both in a place where it's like, wow, that, that really worked out well for us. We, we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's not the only thing we're ever going to do. It's not the only thing that's in our sexual intimacy toolbox. But in that moment, the quickie became something that allowed us to connect in a way that allowed for... Um, in the time frame that we had. Absolutely. Gosh, that was so well said. And you know, the reality is that extraordinary couples aren't going to assume extraordinary couples aren't going to avoid the conversations. Extraordinary couples, they're, they're intentional and they're going to ask questions and they're going to spend time mm. staying curious about their spouse, staying curious about what works, staying curious about how to connect on multiple pillars of intimacy, because that's what allows you to create the extraordinary for both yourself and for your marriage. Yeah. Wow. This week, it's time to talk about the quickie. And it can be a quick conversation too. You don't have to sit here and belabor it. You can set aside some time, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, talk about it. What's it look like for you guys to initiate foreplay and and use lube to allow yourselves to get in a place Maybe it's a 10-minute conversation just talking about your mindset around it and what it looks like for the two of you. Our challenge to you guys this week, though, is to go out there and engage in your emotional intimacy and then 
go engage in your physical intimacy and your sexual intimacy as you enjoy a quickie. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.